What is a good excuse to miss your best friend's wedding? I mean, we're talking like best childhood friend. Is there a good excuse? Because that's what she's wondering. Something has come up in her life where she's supposed to be a bridesmaid in her best friend's wedding. But is this a good enough reason to miss it today on the show? Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. It's a feel-good podcast that I do with my mom, Nancy Yancey. And she's just the best, right? If you listen to this podcast, then you know that. Three principles on the show. Live, laugh, love your mom. It's live. We're going to share our lives. You do the same. We're going to laugh a lot. And we're going to love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay, before we get started today, I'm actually recording today's show uh, at the studio. My schedule's kind of crazy, so I thought we would just go ahead and knock out today's show while we're here. Uh, and I wanted to bring Jess back in because I <laughs> was talking to Jess last night. She's like, wait, 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 wait. I'm trying to do a Jess voice. Wait, 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 wait. What? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I got a new idea for my hat. Now, uh-huh. on Friday's show, <laughs> Jess came on here and she pitched this hat that she thought was going to be a huge moneymaker for yeah. the old cranes over here. Which it is, and I, I'm not taking that back, and I still believe that I'm just making a few minor adjustments for the first product part of our collab. Okay. So, <laughs> so I will say that from all the feedback that I got on the hat, in the case you haven't listened to Friday's episode number 37, I think, it says Jess's big idea, um, then... You should go and uh, you should go listen to the whole thing. She pitches this hat idea, which is basically you want to describe the original prototype that you had presented to the podcast family. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a black dad hat, very similar to the high honey hat, just black. And then in the front, I wanted it to say low key lit AF. And then on the back, I wanted to have the blue butterfly. So which I still think is an amazing, amazing product to have part of my collab line with Just Do It. <laughs> but I just think that should be maybe like later on in the first hat. I've made a few adjustments too. Okay. So most of the feedback that I've got, which I kind of expected was like there are 20 somethings that listen. They were into it. 30 somethings. It was a mixed crowd. 40 plus ain't buying it. They, they ain't going to buy it. But you can agree. I mean, we did get a lot of people tell us that they wanted the hat. They're, they're, yes. And, and what was their demographic, though? I don't know. It was younger. I don't care. I don't look at age. <laughs> I don't, I don't see age. <laughs> Everyone is equal to me. Everyone's an equal queen in this world. Everyone is an equal queen. That's so, it, Jess. Yes. So keep in mind, Jess came to me and she was like, I'm sure of this product. Like, yeah. I'm so sure of it. Let me save you. Only to, only Sunday <laughs> then to say like, wait, 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 wait. And this is my fear is like, you only get one shot once he's go to press that's and that's fine. it. That's fine. So what now? What is your, what's your next idea? This is the final, final. After sitting down with it and, you know, looking at the comments and blah, blah, blah. I think that we'll have same black dad hat, but on the front, it'll say, don't block my shine. And then on the back, it'll be the butterfly. Don't oh. block my shine. Okay. Okay. Let's in. go. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, what did you think about, and you can be honest, what did you think about the low key lit AF? Uh, that was a bit much for me, but yeah. I'm 68. Yeah, the 60 yeah. plus crowd was really, it was going to be a struggle with that. No, crowd. and that's fine. Like, I think for the first product, Don't Block My Shine is more for everyone, but I still think we can like mix in low key lit AF eventually when you see how much, how much this <laughs> helps you. <laughs> okay. Well, then you have a job and if you need to like 
mock up what you want it to look like. Okay. Because obviously we know the emoji butterfly and you can also call in too. So the, you know, the phone number you can text in same thing. 888-Kramer8 uh, is our phone number. You can call or text and like, what do you think? Honestly, would you buy a don't block my shine? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh-huh. Jess, Jess is acting like she's like the Mark Zuckerberg of, no, that's of so wardrobes good. right now. Like that's she's something the, I say. That's something I believe in, and that's something everyone should believe in. Okay, so you've um, already sold one. Yes. So <laughs> maybe ten. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm very apprehensive, but I think if you were You're to- blocking my shine right now, <laughs> this is the perfect example of what blocking shine looks like. And this is what's happening. Everyone that's listening and this is me blocking him from blocking my shine. Yeah, she, she's, she's counter blocking my block. Yeah. So it's a, du- it's a cool block. It's a lot of blockage. Just don't um, do it, Jess. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. So how about this? I'll give you a week. By next Monday, I want you to have a, or next Tuesday, I guess, when this goes out, I want you to have a prototype of what you think the design should look like. Okay. And we'll put it in front of everybody and we'll get some feedback from there. And then if we get enough people, I'll put it on my Instagram, mine, because then it's a little biased towards me, not you. Fine, yeah, because all my people will say yes. Of course they're going to like it. 100%. So that point- Put it on yours. At that point, if we can get- more positives than negatives, I'll consider. <laughs> I'm still not going to buy in fully, but uh, I'll consider it fair. And th- can everyone also tell him how annoying he's being? No, you. we're done for today. <laughs> we're done for today. <laughs> Jess has been terrible to work with today. And no, I always I say that. I've I, been you, so No, good. you've been terrible to work with today. <laughs> I, you know, I've been bragging about how much Jess and I are like having fun and getting along. And we do about 28 days out of the month. And there's a one... <laughs> Week out of the month. It's a little rougher around here, Jess. So, and that time is upon us. I told you not to test me. What did you do? You tested me. She, she literally a couple <laughs> seconds ago, because we, we've been in separate studios for about 30 minutes now, right before she left. I swear it's a true story, mom. She goes, she, she's kind of just been picking fights all day. Just <laughs> literally, she That's came here to get her. What do you do during those days? <laughs> I mean, there was no purpose for her saying this. And she literally, we were playing Miley Cyrus on the radio. And she's like, why do you talk trash about Miley Cyrus? Nobody had said anything. I haven't said anything about Miley Cyrus in probably a month. But you did. And I remembered. And it's not okay. <laughs> Something she never forgets. Yeah, she's just trying to pick fights today. So go, go in your own studio now. Anything else you want to say to her about Mama Sarah? Um, boy? you guys vote for my hat. Follow me on IG <laughs> at Jessdouet. There she goes. All right, you done? Bye. Okay, bye. There goes Jess. Bye, Jess. Bye. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So that's been my morning over here is dealing with that little bundle of joy. My my child. Everyone's like, you're going to be a parent. I'm like, I'm already a parent. Parent this child all the time over here. Okay, I want to talk to you about a potential scam that my mom got into. And really, it's a reminder for our 50 over crowd that like everything you read online is not the real, typically. Like a lot of it's fake. So you really got to be careful about what you're agreeing to. So, mom, I, I just don't understand because so this software that we record on, it's it requires so much space on your hard drive to store the shows, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty simple understand Mm -hmm. so the last couple of days we've been getting warnings when we log in to do this and it says hey you're only at like 200 and some odd megs like you've got to you know you got to clean up your hard drive you got to you got to clear some space and get rid of some stuff and that's 
really hard because my mom doesn't understand anything about computers. And I'm across, you know, at least four or five states right now. I can't just easily log in and be like, okay, mom, here's what you got to do. Doot, 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 doot. Um, so I sent my mom an article, a very clear article last night from Apple, a very reputable source of how to clean up your hard drive, right? Mm -hmm. And so I get on this morning and I see on here that we're still having warning signs. And the first thing my mom says is I spent hours. How long did you spend this morning, mom? Two hours. Two hours cleaning up my hard drive. But honestly, we went from like 275 megs to now 300 and. 18 megs, like, like about 12 word documents, maybe you were deleted, but you say you've been cleaning up stuff all day, but I feel like you may have gotten scammed. Uh Oh, what happened? So I followed the instructions on that article that you sent me and I spent about an hour and a half deleting documents and video workouts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I read down further in that same article Kramer, and it had uh, it had a suggestion to use um, a tool called Clean My Mac. So, so it was on the Apple site. It told you to to do this thing called Clean My Mac. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, okay. Uh-huh. So that, that's rep. And and was it like a banner ad, or was it like literally no, in the article? It was in the article, and you clicked on the link. Okay. Okay. So I did that. I went on Clean My Mac. And it says that you can purchase it for, um, first it was $39.95 a year, and then some little thing came up and said I could get a discount. And I clicked on that, and it ended up being $26.21. That's a weird number for a year. So I did that. And it supposedly got rid of files that (laughs) I didn't need. Okay. And it, it help the speed. And it also, what else did it do? Um, oh, it found a threat okay. to my computer, which right. it got rid of. And it emptied my trash can. It did several things. Right. Clearly so then we, we log back in today because I'm thinking like, okay, we, we must be good. And my mom says she cleaned up how much? 58 gigs? 58 gigs of only 120 on this airbook. Okay, but for some reason, we still have 318 megs on here. So I don't know, like, I'm not quite sure what went wrong. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd be really curious to find out if this, because my mom always thinks that things are like, you know how, it's something about like the age of like 55 or 60, where like, <laughs> you just, just get things get a little bit more confusing <laughs> than they used to be. I'm so, just too trusting. I know. I know but I did. Fear. But I did ask J-Mac about it. And and another another uh, senior citizen, yes. Yeah. He, he said he, was, I, he said I don't know anything about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is now my mom spent twenty five dollars, and we're still in the same predicament we're in before you even spent twenty five dollars. That's what worries the me. The only over. thing that unnerved me a little was that in order to empty my trash, it asked for my password. Oh yeah, you're on all kind of like your your information just got sold all over the all over the dark web right now. I'm sure. Oh, so what do I do now? <laughs> you might want to change your password, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to send that over to you, and then you're going to get lost. And it's just uh, this podcast. It it is uh, I can change my with, password with you and dealing with Jess. It's just nonstop uh, <laughs> having to keep up with you two. One extreme to the other. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So I told you on yesterday's podcast that what I want to do, and we can make it on Tuesday's show, it's fine, is I want to start keeping like, and really this is for me, but I feel like this can be used. I wish I would have like done this in my divorce. And I kind of am stealing this from Jeff and Callie's podcast. I was listening to them on Friday, Thursday or Friday of last week. And um, I don't know if they do this every week or not, but they were basically like rating how they were feeling for the week and oh, yeah. like what caused them to feel that way. And kind of then they keep tabs on, you know, how they're basically how things have been going. And so I like that concept. And mm-hmm. I thought what I can do for, and it would kind of give me a chance to kind of keep record here with you as well, is like how I'm adjusting to Baltimore because I told you yesterday, just like a really quick snippet of the show yesterday that I, I had a rough weekend and it was the same in my divorce was like the weeks are fine because you're so busy. And then this is the very first weekend since I've been here that I've had, I had like nothing to do. I had like nothing planned. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I told you I went to that boxing class and right. I thought I was going to meet somebody, but it was too loud to meet anybody. <laughs> so I'm like, well, that didn't work. So, um, I really, I really honestly struggle. Plus on top of that, I told you, um, really it's on the Kramer. I, I recommend going and listen to the podcast that Jess and I do. It's called Kramer and Jess uncensored. And I kind of talked about my dating life and how I'm realizing that like, I don't need to leave women on the hook that I feel like aren't going to be, they're not going to be a future, you mm-hmm. know? And I need to start being more se- serious about dating and not just kind of willy nilly. Like I've been for the, like since what, a year and a half now. Right. And so or about a year. So I'm, trying to do right by that and just be honest where now, especially now that I'm over here, mm-hmm. uh, it's like I, if I'm struggling seeing a future with somebody, I just need to be honest about that. Mm-hmm. And I have been, and it's been extremely challenging behind the scenes to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, these are people that it just sucks because like no matter what, I had a relationship of some sorts with them. Mm-hmm. And like, even it's just, a, it ended up being like a friendship, but, mm-hmm. and some may continue to be friendships, but right now I don't know that any of them are actually still, still friendships. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that, right? So there's kind of like the loss of that too. And then right. talk about like feeling alone. So then it's like, wow, I don't know if this is the right time to do this or not. Maybe I should have like <laughs> given this a couple of months. And, mm-hmm. but anyway, it's, I mean, it's done and I know it's like the right thing to do, but, so what I think I will do every Tuesday is kind of come on and talk about how, I, how I've been adjusting and kind of like where my mental state's at. I would give myself like a three right now, like a three out of 10, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm really mentally struggling with the move. Um, I, I'm feeling super lonely mm-hmm. and I'm feeling super out of place. And like, so Friday, for example, I was like, hey, I'm just going to, because I'm trying to like fill my time right now, right? To like right. stuff to like keep me occupied. And I'm like, hey, I can just, it was beautiful. The weather was beautiful this weekend here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll just go walk. Like, I'll just go take a walk and take Kiki. We went and walked and uh, went to this park across the street that I've been wanting to have time to go to. We went up there and that was really nice. And mm-hmm. we went and I, I grabbed some dinner. And um, that's like, even being out really wasn't helpful because everything seems so foreign out there too. It's like the only time I really feel comfortable when I'm here is when I'm in the studio or when I'm in my, uh, my apartment recording certified mama's boy. Cause it's like the only thing that feels familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, um, with all that said, I still don't really have any friends here. 
I don't, you know, Jess, it was funny because I text Jess and I was like, she's like really my only friend here. And I was like, you want to hang out? She's like, no, not tonight. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, there's my only friend. Um, so I just want to keep mental track. And this is kind of for you too, as you're going through something. And I, in my divorce, I realized I couldn't do weekly. And for this, I may not be able to do weekly. There may have to be like either twice a month or once a month. But um, I... I would have to judge my divorce on about once a quarter mm-hmm. because day by day it was hard week by week, even month by month. I wouldn't know that I would see like huge changes, especially coming out of that drug damage I did to my brain and everything. It was really mm-hmm. hard to like see past about a quarter, but every quarter I would notice myself getting better. So what I, re- what I recommend is to find your time frame of like watching your progress because once you start mm-hmm. to note it, I do feel like you can, you will start to feel better because you're able to go back. So this time next week, if I come back and I'm a three next week and I'm a three the next week, that might be like, well, we don't need to do it every week because that'll, that'll only wear you down. But once you figure out your scale and then you start to do it by that, you'll really start to see the progress and you'll really come a long way with, or I guess like watching your progress. It'll make you feel better once mm-hmm. you kind of watch your, you know, if it's, if you're going through a breakup or a change or a move or whatever. So mm-hmm. maybe if you want to do this along with us with a change in your life, that would be hopefully beneficial to you. You know, it just occurred to me that walking Kiki would be a great way to meet women as long as you don't still have her pink leash. <laughs> yeah, I still do too. I know. You may want to get a new well, leash. Do I need to send Kiki a leash? It's hard. It's honestly <laughs> hard to meet people right now. Just in general, everyone like everyone thinks everyone's got coronavirus, and I know. You know, it's just it it's is. Just it's good. a scary time. I know. So anyway, um, that's that. And let's go ahead and get to our quote for today, Mom. I'm so glad you called it up right now because it applies to exactly what you're talking about, which is always just nothing more than a sheer coincidence. Um, Adopt the pace of nature. Her secret is patience. Mm. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Yeah, that's good. So you need to just be patient. And And I'm not a patient person. I know you aren't, but you need to learn to be patient. Patience is a virtue. What I've learned about myself is... I'm just, I'm a fixer. Like, I just want to fix problems. Like, if there's a problem, let's fix it. Let's move on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just not how it really works all the time. That's mm-hmm. frustrating for me because I don't like to linger and stuff. My divorce was like the first time I've really had to be like, okay, I'm not in control of this. Mm-hmm. But, because um, I didn't know I was ever going to be not depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend you go back and I have to figure out what episode it was, but talking about, you know, going through that, terrible reaction that I had to doing Molly. Um, you know, there are people that have the same problem and they never recover. And so I was really scared that I was, you know, basically screwed my life up, screwed Mm -hmm. screwed my brain up forever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't want to be patient. I just wanted to go to doctor, to doctor, to doctor, to, (laughs) you know, and I kind of kept hearing the same message. I mean, there were a few things that helped along the way. Um, but, I don't like to be, I just want reassurance of the situation. I don't like the, well, let's just see. Time will tell, you know, and in about a year's time, if you still feel this way, it's probably not going to get better. It's like a year. I've got to feel like this for a year. And I did. I felt like that for 13 months until I, maybe 14 months until I started like to feel the progress. But, but, excuse me, if we can learn 
if we can learn, and I think I think you did learn some tools about being patient, like learning to settle down, learning um, how to breathe, learning how to meditate, right? Learning how to be in the present. All of those things are so helpful in helping to be patient, being patient with each other. I mean, now right. my goodness, we're all at each other's throats. Um, we're all stressed from things related to the pandemic, um, different kind of stressors, depending on your life situation. But if we can learn to just be patient with ourselves and with others, we'll be so much better off. And right. Just be patient. Just be patient with your new surroundings. It will become more and more like home to you. You will make friends and you will learn to love your new place, especially so. in this beautiful season. Oh, my goodness. It's just social media is such a we, we talk about the ups and downs of social media, but being homesick, it kind I mean, because I follow a lot of you guys back in San Diego. So I'm like constantly seeing it, right? I'm sitting over here and it's like pouring down rain and I'm like, hmm. oh, that's. <laughs> but you <laughs> know, you nice. haven't experienced the change of seasons. No, I know. It's while. So. And I'll remind you this again too. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast or not. I'm pretty sure I have, but I hated San Diego when I first got there too. I just don't yes. do well with change. I don't do well yes. with like it not feeling normal. And so, Phoenix and Tampa and well, I, <laughs> I left Phoenix kind of hating. I don't think I ever really grew to love Phoenix. Uh, I love the people there a lot, but I didn't like the city. But Tampa, yeah, I didn't really want to leave Tampa either. Like I was, yeah. I was really in love with Tampa. Panama City, I was kind of ready to go just because I was excited about the next opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, it'll get better. I know it will. But patience, I know the patience of trying to not rush. I just want to, I just want to feel normal. I just want to feel comfortable here. You know, I just want to feel comfortable and know where the hell I'm going and like, go be able to get a haircut. And like, that's my struggle right now. It's like I, my hair is about, about down to my shoulders right now. Because <laughs> oh, I don't God. even know where to get a haircut. So <laughs> stuff like that. Anyway, that's a, uh, that's a good quote for today, mom. Thank you for that. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, what if any, is there a good excuse to miss someone's wedding because she thinks she's got one, but is it worth it? We'll do it next on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. All right. We get to ask my mom in just a second. First, hi to all the certified fans. Thank you so much for what you do. And that's just being here. That's that's supporting. That's like literally you taking the time and your financial support, your $5 a month or whatever it is you you know you decide to donate and to give to this podcast. We produce it every day and it's it honestly is a lot of work, but uh, your financial support makes it possible. I don't think you really understand. I know people kind of joke about podcasts because it feels like everybody's got a podcast now but it it's the cost can be pretty expensive i mean our our monthly expenses for the show are much higher than i thought they were going to be even mm-hmm. so just a, a thank you thank you thank you just as a reminder we don't make any money off this podcast we um uh, we're either saving it right now to, to upgrade to bigger and better equipment or we um, uh, are spending it on our monthly expenses. So uh, we don't make a dime. We just ask that uh, you help our, us grow. So mm-hmm. we do want to say hi to one of our newest certified fans. I'm doing this from my phone for the first time. So forgive me if I do this wrong. Um, but And who has yes. not heard it yet or seen it yet? Seen what? Ask my mom. You didn't what? send it to me. Oh, well, then you're going to have to go off the cuff, Mom. Oh, boy. Really off the cuff now. I, I usually have at least 10 minutes. 
I don't know who I sent this to, but actually, Uh-oh. I think you're going to be able to relate to this. Okay. Uh, but hey, really quick shout out. I'm forgetting we said shout out to Brenda G yesterday. So Jessica C, and I think Jessica C is where we left off. Jessica That's C. Right. Over in uh, Avondale, Arizona. I'm sorry, Avondale. Yeah, Avondale, Arizona. We want to say whoop, whoop to you. We did it yesterday, but we'll do it again. One more. Whoop. (laughs) Love you, Jessica. This is where I think that we'll be caught up to speed if we just do one more for Joanne F. from San Diego. Whoop, whoop. So we want to continue to give whoop whoops and give one to you. So if you'll just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8, then we can keep this positive podcast going. And thank you so much. Okay, off the cuff, Mom. There's no oh way boy. for you to, because uh, we're doing this one early, so we're a little out of workflow today. <laughs> but um, I got this message, I think it was late last week from one of you guys. But Ask My Mom is an advice segment that we do weekly. And... If you ever have a question that you want to run by my mom or myself, you can just email me or text me. It's a, I'm not sorry. Uh, yeah, text me or email me or DM me. Uh, you know, phone number 888-Kramer8. And uh, my email is thatguycramer at gmail.com. And uh, let's get into today's Ask My Mom, which I'm pretty sure I sent to you, Mom. Hmm. It says, hey, I have a question for your mom. My best friend since I was 12 is getting married October 25th in Indy. I'm a bridesmaid. I've already bought the dress, plane tickets, and everything. We found out a week ago, a week's, uh, we found out, sorry, weeks ago, my mom has to have part of her colon removed. She was going to watch my boys, but now her surgery is next week. And of course, she won't be able to. I have let my friend know I may not be able to go, and obviously she wasn't happy. I may be able to swing having a couple of family members watch out on caring for my boys, but she's invited 200 people. Mm-hmm. And from the looks of her bridal shower, there won't be any masks. I'm no. worried. <laughs> this sounds familiar, huh? No, boy. I'm worried about my boys and... um. And then I'm worried about getting my mom sick. Mm-hmm. One fry maid just dropped off. So now I feel even worse. My grandparents live in Indy and I plan on, vi- on seeing them, but they are telling me not to come because it's really bad there, COVID, and they are in their 80s. Mm. I, I don't know what to do. I need some advice, please. Uh. Well, this, you know, this is really it's close to home. I know for you, mom, because you're kind of in the same mm-hmm. similar situation mm-hmm. where a uh, really quick backstory in case you haven't been here the last couple of days is my mom missed my sister's bridal shower. No, bridal shower? no engagement no. party. Augusta on, engagement party. Yeah. We already had one, like a surprise one, right? When they got engaged, mm-hmm. my sister got engaged, right? Mm-hmm. But then my sister's fiance's parents threw on for his side and my, my parents opted not to go because of COVID and that area specifically is pretty high in COVID and my dad has cancer. My mom has asthma and they just, you know, it's a hard call to make. And I think a lot of us are having to make hard calls right now. Yes. So with all that said, mom, you know, this is because this may come around to the same problem in, in March. Mm-hmm. Like what's going to happen if we don't know what's going to happen with COVID, right? Yeah. Like we don't know how it's going to go. But what happens if it's really bad come March when Maggie's getting married? Well, you know? first of all, we'll make provisions for that um, so that hopefully we can do it safely. But I have promised Maggie no matter what, we will not miss her wedding. <laughs> so. Um, But that's my daughter getting married. This is a little bit different. You know, this is so hard. 
we all just have to make the best decision we can based on our own personal situation because everyone's situation is different and you know they're hard decisions and you just have to suck it up and know it's the right thing to do for you and your family because you and your family have to come first i think it is a struggle because obviously we don't know how close you guys are as friends. I don't. Did she say it's my best friend, or she just says my friend? That will say a lot too. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said my best friend since twelve. I mean, oh. that's like that'd be like Dan, my buddy Dan, you know. Right. Right. Uh, and so I'm trying to really think through that too, of like what would I do? I mean, every time that we go out in public, because no matter what, you realize we're still in a pandemic. Like, right. Like nothing we've ever experienced in our lifetimes before. And so, you know, every time you leave the house that you are entering into a situation to where you could get it. And that could be at a wedding. That could be at your office. That could be walking in the park. That could be taking your kids to school. Mm -hmm. That could be a whole lot of different things. Anywhere. Yeah, that could be. Uh, you're putting yourself at risk. So really that's the question is like, how much risk do you want to put into every situation that you you get yourself into? That's the Mm -hmm. way I look at it, right? Mm -hmm. Your best friend's wedding. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's tough. Would I go honestly? Probably. My situation is obviously a little bit different though. I'm honestly being extremely careful now because keep in mind, if I go down because of COVID, like, this whole morning show goes down, right? Mm-hmm. Like Jess can't run the show by herself. Mm-hmm. So I have to, like, I'm being extremely cautious right now. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing masks even when like, we probably don't need to wear a mask mm-hmm. only because I don't want the, the guilt of knowing that I wasn't doing my best if right. something were to happen. Right. But you know, your mom, yeah. This, if, if I knew I had to go home to my mom, Mm-hmm. And your kids. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's – okay, so if I had to choose a side, because I do think it's really hard. I – in your shoes, I don't – in my shoes, I would go in my situation because I can kind of come back here and, you know, if I feel like if I'm, if I'm safe – because I'm super on guard. Like somebody comes up to me, a stranger comes to me, like, like I stop breathing. Like I'm just trying not to be around anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really cautious over all this. Um, and there's no foolproof system, obviously, but um, except for staying at home. In your situation, though, probably I wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. And that's going to suck for your friend, and it sucks for everybody. There's so many things that sucked about this year. They you do, to, especially for brides. Oh, my God. I feel yeah. your pain. I feel your pain. I think, you know, what we could use right now is some moral support. So if you have had to cancel a wedding uh or maybe you didn't maybe you went and like how i don't know on both sides if you've been to a wedding in 2020 i think that you know our friend here could use some some support on either Mm -hmm. side so the phone number again 888-Kramer8 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8 and why don't you go ahead and call us and let's see if we can um if we can get get some advice on either side, you know? Mm-hmm. So, all right, mom, that's it for today. I okay. love you. Hey, thank you. Love you forever. Okay. Let's do some good news over here and then we'll send you a made me laugh and I'll say bye. Okay. 
let you go on with your day. So there is an army vet. I want to do this story for my dad, by the way. He's a vet. He was in Vietnam. And so he may, uh, this may, I hope, be a great shout out for anybody that's military or get a military family. There is an army veteran dog tag that is now in the hands of his widow more than 50 years after he lost it when he was injured over in Vietnam. His name was Ronald Hepper. And he kept his military ID in his boots, which got blown off, unfortunately. Got blown off his feet back in 1969, June 11th, 1969, by an exploding hand grenade. And he received a Purple Heart for his injuries, but he never found his dog tags. His wife, whose name is Ruth, says that he had uh, searched online lists to see if like anybody had found Like spent a lot of time and never could find it. And it's kind of a mystery, but somehow these dog tags ended up in Russia. And that's where an American bought it from a street vendor in Moscow and turned it over to the U.S. Embassy. And then the Department of Veteran Affairs then sent it over to the governor of South Dakota, where Heppers, where the Heppers lived. Well, you know, Ronald died in 2007, but Ruth, his wife, was recently presented with the dog tags by the governor and the state capitol. She said he would have been thrilled. It's just been very emotional and just very touching that this all transpired the way that it did. And I'm sure that has to be a special memory to have, you know, the dog tags back. Dad, do you have your dog tags? I never think I've asked you that question before. Uh, Jess shared this story on our morning show, and I thought it was super cool, so I wanted to share it too. And just shout out, you know, Jess and I have uh, a radio show you can listen to on demand very soon coming to Apple Podcasts and other pl- podcast platforms probably within the next week or two. So you can listen to the radio show. We have the uh, Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast, but enough plugs for now. So – the pandemic obviously has hit Disney, and I don't know if you saw last week, but 28,000 people are getting laid off from Disney. That's a lot of people. And there's one employee who's been working hard to make sure that none of her laid off coworkers go hungry. Her name is Emily, and she started this food pantry over in Windermere, Florida, which is near Disney World, for those that have been furloughed by the company. She calls it the cast member pantry because Disney calls its employees cast members, in case you don't know. And with so many out of work, many people have been using it. I think um, this has impacted our industry in a way that no one could have foreseen. We keep hearing the word unprecedented and it truly is. So Emily started the cast member pantry as a way to help former co-workers. It's anything from breakfast food all the way to mac and cheese. We have pasta, canned veggies and beans and we're just trying to get food in the hands of those that may be not um, receiving as much income as they normally would be right now. She actually started it out of her garage and now it's grown into a storage unit and has given out 8,000 bags since March. Our mission is no cast member goes hungry, she explains. It's a big undertaking, especially because no one knows how long it's going to last. But as long as it does, the cast member pantry will be there handing out food to former cast members in need every single Saturday. So shout out to her doing good things, you know. And I don't know, does that motivate you to want to get out and do good things too? This, to me, it does. Like, what else can I do? You know, like right now, I mean, I've been on both sides. I got let go and now I'm on this side. So what can I do to like pay back and I'm, I'm working on that with this new morning show to see what all we can um what all we can do okay made me laugh and then we're done so um you know talking about the time of the month right jess today because she's just been in a mood and i was you know asking like why are you being like this like, i really genuinely can't control myself during these time of the month and i know that like we don't really mess with roseanne that much anymore but this was so telling, I feel like, of what it must feel like to be. And you tell me. Maybe I'm wrong. But this is what it must be like to be a woman during that uh, that time of the month. Listen. But it's hard to be a woman. I don't care. That's what I think because I am one. 
It's harder for us than it is for you men anyways. Because maybe it'd be easier for us if we were only one woman, but no, we have to have that 28-day cycle, and during that 28 days, at least that many personalities come and inhabit your body, and you're helpless. <laughs> you can't do shit about it, neither. It always starts out with this woman. Well, I want everybody dead. <laughs> then right after her, misses, I just need to clean up around here a little bit. You're in there dusting, mopping, vacuuming, folding, nesting. You're having a relationship with your laundry because for some reason that you don't really know about, it is very, very imperative that you get those towels to hang just right, perfect, and symmetrical on that towel rack. It is very, very important. Okay, I'm gonna take this bath towel, I'm gonna fold it in twice, I'll fold it over this way, long ways, and stick it. No, 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 it's too thick when I do that. All I do it once and hang it down like that. Then I'm gonna take the face towel, fold it in two times like, cause I want it to go about two thirds of the way to the bottom of the bath towel. Then I'm gonna take two wash racks, okay, one I'm gonna put like in a triangle shape on top of them two towels. And then the other one I'll fold in three times like in a rectangle shape and have it over the side here. Then I'll sort of mush them all together. Yes, yes. Oh, that looks so good. That's it. That's right. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. I did a hell of a job there. Uh-huh. You can't stay the fuck away from these clean towels! We still may not mess with, with uh, Roseanne, or maybe you do, uh, but there it is. Um, I feel bad for women. I wish there's a way we can even, like, relate to what that feels like, but I do feel like when Jess gets in a mood like that, I do too. So... Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. We'll see you back here tomorrow for a brand new episode. In the meantime, you know, I'm manifesting four certified fans. So if you'll just text the word fans, if this show means something to you, to 888-Kramer8, and just consider being a certified fan. Really would appreciate that. And that's it. Okay, love you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hey, Kramer. It's Robin calling from Georgia. I've actually paused today's episode because... I bought a bedside table for my daughter on Wayfair, and when it arrived, it literally barely covered the outlets. Like, it was so short, it came up just barely to the top of the outlets on our walls. And I laughed hysterically. She's only four. I kept it. It's in the playroom with some of her little Barbie dolls and stuff in there, but I had to go and order another one, and I made sure I paid a lot more attention to the measurements the next go around. Hey Kramer, it's B-Cat. First of all, congratulations on being number two on Podcast Magazine's top podcast. Uh, you may be number two on the charts, but you will always be number one in our hearts. Aww, I know, super cheesy. Anyway, uh, I'm calling because of the Amazon um, segment that you had. My issue with Amazon has been missing or incorrect items. So, uh, two big issues. One is I ordered a jogging stroller a few weeks ago. And you know how they take a picture and send it to you that it was delivered? Well, they took a picture, um, except my jogging stroller was like uh, the size of a bottle, a water bottle. Like it was tiny. And I was like, oh, that's not my jogging stroller. I never got my jogging stroller. So I called Amazon. I got a refund. And then like weeks later, the jogging stroller magically like appeared in my front door. So I think what's been happening is that I've experienced this as well. Um, I get incorrect items for somebody else. So they deliver somebody else's package to me. And that tells me that somebody else is getting the package. So what I've ended up doing over the last six or seven weekends is I'm driving all around San Diego, essentially doing Amazon's job, delivering the packages of people 
um, that I got. But then I'm not getting my packages, so it means people aren't like driving around trying to deliver to me. So maybe I should stop being a good Samaritan. What do you think? Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.